Welcome, Modern Talkers. This is Modern Talk. Time to get sweaty again. Um, I'm in the podcast room, aka the laundry room. Oh, I have the light on. What a rookie mistake. It's gotta be dark in here. Anyway, so we're spiritual beings having human experience. Anyway, I just was listening to the Ram Dass book I'm reading. Um, <laughs> listening to the Ram Dass book I'm reading, right, guys? So... That just reminded me, he was talking about how we're not humans having a spiritual experience, but we're spiritual beings have a human experience. I just love that. And uh, it's so silly. <laughs> it's why I'm, I'm, it's, <laughs> it's why I'm, it's why, it's why, it's why I'm in them. It's why in them and I'm. It's why and I'm an absurdist. It's why, and it's why an absurd, and it's why I'm an absurdist. And it's why and an, and it's why I'm an absurd, and it's why I'm an absurdist. Um, it's so silly to, uh, and even then, you know what? I'm gonna leave it in. Because I just spent probably, I don't know exactly, but maybe 15 seconds trying to say I'm an absurdist. Just said it. No problem there. So that just speaks to the absurdity. I'm taking it so seriously to say how absurd I am and I can't even... That's how absurd everything is. I'm an absurdist. And uh, it's so silly that we forget such basic things about what we believe so quickly, unless we keep reminding ourselves. And I knew that already. I heard that, like, we're spiritual beings, have a human experience, and I forgot about it. And I was just walking around thinking I was a human, like an idiot. I don't know really how to explain that without you just having to already feel it once you hear it. To me, it's something... And maybe I'm just, like, not good enough at expressing what it is yet that, you know, I like about something sometimes. I think that's one of those things where you have to just keep hearing it or keep thinking about it until it clicks. You get it or you don't, and that's okay if you don't. And uh, so this, I just did one last night, one of these, and I'm back at it already, which is rare nowadays. But uh, I thought I had enough, and I'm alone. Pete and I split. (laughs) tonight we had our last night at the pool house so now we're back at i'm at scott's and he's at pc's pastor chris's i thought it'd be a good time to get at (laughs) y'all i don't say y'all just so everyone knows i say chaw if i do so it's not the same and that's important to me so listen heed me uh absurdities yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Last night I stayed up late. I guess I was like juiced off of off of this podcast and still hot and all that stuff. So I didn't fall asleep until like 1 a.m. or something. I just had a terrible time sleeping and I had a nightmare and fun stuff. So I got up and I was just like, oh, this is not it. And I was going to take a shower, um, even though I took one recently. But I just like to be fresh for Sunday. What's, what's that thing on Sunday? Church. Yeah, I almost said Sunday school because deep down I'm 12. Do they even have it at that old? Anyway, guess I'm two. That's also wrong. I picked like the two ages that were close, but not close enough to be right. Anyways, so I woke up and I was just like, "Ah, I just won't shower and I'll put my hair in a bun all good. So then I went back to sleep for another 15 minutes or something. I got up again and I was like, this still isasn't right. <laughs> I'm not ready yet. But I was like, oh, I don't want to disappoint anyone. I'm still going to go early, early. Like Pete and I usually do. I was there at like before 
I think Pete got there at 8.15, so. And Pete said I could be late today, but I was like, I don't want to be. And then I was, but only a little bit. <laughs> oh, boring stuff. Gonna cut it out. Not really, but should. Anyway, some reason I feel like I need to say it. And also need, people need to hear it. It's a weird thing. I feel like I need to say it, but I also feel like people need to hear it. Because um, it influences the rest of my day. Hose? <laughs> I don't know why I'm on that. I don't. I don't say that a lot in real life, but I just said it twice in less, what is it, 12 hours? I don't know. In less than 24 hours for sure. This little room I'm in like reminds me of camp because it's like unfinished. There's no walls. It's like you could still see the pink insulation underneath and stuff. It just has like that, you know, wood smell and it's really humid and hot and small. That's all the similarities I think of, but... But I was driving over to church after I was all cranky and stuff. Like, I woke up enough to realize, oh, I'm in Myrtle Beach. And then I was instantly in a better mood. I was like, okay, it's back to Tommy time. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't feeling like myself. And then became aware that, I guess I'll say blessed since it's th Sunday. Um, blessed I am that I'm living in Myrtle Beach, you know, with my best friend. And uh, I'm going to see him. Then I felt better. Obviously, I was still tired, but I just, like, felt in a better mood. So that was cool. And then, um... <laughs> If anyone was wondering, I did say the thing that I wanted to say, um, referring to the, the story about the two girls from church in the last podcast. Solo summer series. I wonder what... No, not summer series. I keep saying that. Solo summer season. It just sounds... Series sounds better for some reason, but has a better reason to be season. Nice. Um, <laughs> if you guys remember, I wanted to say, hey, girlfriends, um, would be my like icebreaker. The other girl was running late, so she was, like, kind of passing through real quick and then, like, gave me a quick look, but nothing happened. And I was just like, hey, girlfriend, like, real fast, and she didn't even, like, acknowledge it because she was late. Uh, so she just wanted to get to where she needed to be. Um, so, like, dang, like, missed that good opportunity. And her cousin wasn't even there yet because she gets there a lot earlier. And I was like, okay, I guess I could still say that to the other girl um, when she comes in. Hopefully that'll be, like, there won't be something... So many times I have in my head, like, a perfect line. Like, in a movie, it's like, if I was writing a movie and this situation happened, I'd be like, that guy definitely says that to them. And that's, like, a good, funny, maybe not laugh out loud, but, like, yes, that's what, that's what he should say. Funny, good, succinct, to the point, breaks the ice. Very, very rarely does it happen where they're ready to receive the thing that you're about to say and there's an opportunity for you to say it and they like are fully listening to you and understand what you're referencing and all that stuff. So it obviously didn't work for that girl. I was like, okay, I still got the other one. I just won't make it plural because I was going to say, hey, girlfriends. As I was thinking about it more, I was like, oh, it'd be funnier to introduce myself. Be like, hey, I'm Tommy. What's your name? Meaning, oh, I still don't know who you are, which, you know, that's good. I think it's funny. That didn't happen. She came in. She had like a weird energy. Like she like needed to tell her si er, sister. It, the, screw it. They're sisters. Who cares? Tell her sister um, something. So she like came in and then I like waved. I could have definitely pretended I didn't notice that she walked in or whatever. But I don't like doing that. But I do that a lot. And so I was like, this is a time where I'm definitely <laughs> the one that should feel weird. But I'm not going to feel weird because I don't feel weird about it. It's funny. Like, I'm embarrassed that, like, it took me so long to realize the whole situation, but other than that, I think it was funny. And also, at some point during the day, the first girl, she said she had the phone the whole time. Not that that matters, but it's like, you know, I had my suspicions. Obviously, after everything happened, but 
So I didn't get to say either of the things that I wanted to say. And then after church, Pete was already talking to the other, the, her sister. <laughs> so I like kind of like casually walked up to them and it wasn't weird for some reason, which it could have been if it was like a different energy. And uh, they were talking about pastor's kid was like being funny, like not on purpose. So they're like talking about that. I was like, oh yeah, it's crazy, right guys? And then like that dissipated and we started doing something else. And then we ended up us through talking again. And then Pete brought up unnaturally what happened between us. And then them two started talking about it like I wasn't there and they were only looking at each other. And I was like, hey, acknowledge me. You're making it weird by not like talking like I'm not here. Obviously didn't say that, but that, I was just, like trying to like, yeah, ha, that's funny. Great guys, right? I'm still here. Don't pretend like I'm not here. Um, cause that's weird, but I did it in a non weird way, but also less effective, I think. But anyway, so like we got to acknowledge it that way. And then it was just like short little snowballs like that, where we acknowledged it a little bit and then like, ha And then there's cornhole. <laughs> uh, we set it up inside because it's, it was so hot and humid today. We played a game and then the girl I actually matched with on Tinder and me were on one side and then and then the original girl and uh, Pete was on that side. And we crushed them, dude. We played them like, we weren't really like trying because it was like the first time we beat them, it was, it was like 21 to three. We just kept going over because we were like, who cares? Like, we'll just go back down to 16. What are they gonna catch us from three? And so we beat them like three times over and then finally they got to 11 and we went back to 16, down to 16. And we we're like, okay, let's actually like try to win this time. And then we did, and then it was over. And it was cool because it was raining so hard out. So they like, everyone just had to stay because everyone knew it would, it would pass, but it was just raining so hard that it wouldn't even like be worth it to go outside. So it didn't matter really how long we played. Obviously we were being competitive I'm like naturally competitive. Pete's like joke competitive. I'm really competitive, but I also like make a joke out of it because I realize it's just a game usually unless it's like a really serious game against really good competitors and stuff. Then I like get like serious and then I'll laugh, but I'll be like, I'm still focused. So don't mess with me. <laughs> and then the girls were kind of jokingly com competitive and obviously they weren't good. But anyway, so this is all set up. I think this is important to the story, babies. Okay. I know some people might be skipping ahead in their head like, okay, this is the part when he talks too much and gives too many details, but no. Listen to every word. Hang on every word, like the G on everything. The G on everything, hang on to it because it has a little handle at the bottom, the G, okay? You're still with me, right? Okay. <laughs> That's what the competitive thing was like. <laughs> And at one point when I was about to throw it, she pushed me in the chest and the wall was right next to me. So I like fell into the wall jokingly, like I could have stopped it, but it was just like funnier to like make her feel bad that she pushed me up against the wall. Cause what is she a bully in middle school? And I was like, Hey man, if you're touching my boob, I got to touch yours. That's only fair. Eye for eye. <laughs> I obviously didn't say that because that'd be weird. And also we were in church. So but be, just because I didn't say it doesn't mean it wasn't right. So everyone knows. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Oh gosh. And like, I thought about it later. I was like, that was like so fun. Like I really enjoyed hanging out with all four of us playing a game and stuff. And I was like, do we invite them to like hang out with us at some point? Do I invite them to an open mic or, but I was like, nah, I mean like, what's that going to accomplish? Like, you know, we're going to leave in two and a half weeks or something. I don't even know what day it is, but so like, is it even worth it? And like, yes, it's worth it, but it's also like, I don't know. 
I guess you could you could tell I'm still wrestling with it because I I think it's worth it if it works out if if it was 100% sure that it would work out and it, it would just be like fun of us four friends hanging out together for sure it'd be worth it but if it's like make things complicated for the last two weeks of church and stuff even though you know we'll be together in church for two hours each week so like whatever math that is but anyway so I guess I still don't know but I'll, I'll keep you updated I'm sure Oh, and then so at the end of the game, we were like picking up the bags. And I said, anyway, I'm I'm Tommy Waite. Nice to meet you. And like I shook her hand and she thought that was pretty funny, which was good. So I, I actually got to say it. And I think it was like not a bad time to say it. And then we went out the door like 10 steps before they did. And then I held the door for them. And then right before they got there, I slammed it. And that's how I left it. And then I turned around and walked where we needed to go. And they walk the other way, and they're like, okay, well, bye, you rude toots, or whatever they said. And I didn't even turn around, I just kept walking. Because I'm a baller like that, dude. Explosion happened behind me, and I just kept walking, like a movie star. (sighs) My life's a movie! Actually, my life is a movie. I made a movie about my life, so no explosions. That was too expensive. And, uh, you know, life's not too expensive. You just have to pay it in time. Whoa, it just got so deep. Boom, 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 boom. Ha ha. Anyway, dude. So then Pete and I went back and I picked up T-Bell, thought outside of the box. And then we chilled on the pool and played. Actually, the whole time almost we played uh, a football game that we play. And he beat he beat me the first time. And I couldn't believe it because I was unstoppable the past two days. And then I got my mojo back and then I crushed him. We did best out of 10 and I caught eight out of 10. And then it was my turn to throw and he had to catch. He he could only miss two. And then we went to four and he caught one. So he he automatically lost. So that felt really good, dude. And I need that and he doesn't. (laughs) Cause he, he doesn't care. He's not that competitive. So I needed it and I got it. I wonder if he was as competitive as I was. He would... I wonder if he would be better, if he would be the same. He just wouldn't care as much. Or he would care more. And I wonder if that's like a conceit of mine is like, I am good enough to be in any game, so I have to be competitive in order to maybe win the game. Because if you're sometimes not good at things, then you probably wouldn't be as competitive because it's like, ah, I probably won't win anyway. You kind of have a laissez-faire attitude about it. You kind of just like, oh, I'll do what, what I can, but I'm not going to like kill myself. But I kill myself for a win, dude. I guess that's just my personality. Like, I'll, I'll do anything for a laugh. I'll, although that hasn't been me as much. And that was, like, because of my last relationship or whatever. And now I want to be back to do anything for a laugh, Tommy. And one of, one of my favorite memories from anything to do for a laugh, Tommy. I don't remember what, like, the bit I was doing. I threw up my water bottle. <laughs> I, I ate my water bottle and then I threw it up all over the floor. No, I was in class senior year. It was one of those little classrooms that it just had like the 20 people that we were with every day, pretty much. And so I felt comfortable like doing whatever and the teacher wasn't there yet. <laughs> and, and I did something with my water bottle, chock full of water and propel and it exploded. I was like, oh my gosh, the price I pay for anything for a laugh. And then I left and then I went to go get those pieces of paper that they call paper towels and then had to soak it up with... I took at least three trips because it was like, I took a lot of that paper that they call paper towel. I was like, surely this is enough. And I went back and it was like barely did anything because it doesn't soak up anything. Is it really worth it to have pieces of paper? I may have said this before, but this makes me like... It's unbelievable to me. They might as well just have reams of paper that you wa- that you dry your hands with. Is it that much more for a little bit more of an effectiveness? A two-ply paper towel or whatever. Anyway, 
And this is exactly why you need it, because stupid idiots like Tommy Waite spill things because he thinks he's funny. I took like three trips to get it all cleaned up. And I think the last trip, thankfully I had it most of it cleaned up, but it was when the, the teacher came in and he was like, oh, what happened here? And I was like, trying to be funny again. Uh, I don't know what I said, but so that was like, and then I didn't have a drink that whole time, the whole class. Oh, I was thinking about how like, I was thinking about Kobe for some reason. And I was thinking about how he's obviously competitive too. Did he have more love for the game or love being the best at something? because he definitely did both. He did both very hard. He loved it and he wanted to be the best. Because those both were so high, that's how good he was, great he was. And then further proof that he just wants to be the best at something, he is an Oscar winner. I think not everyone knows that. He made a story, like a short animated story. I haven't watched it, but and actually it's about his love of basketball. So it's like proof that they're both through the roof. Those two things of his loves the game of basketball and he just wants to be the best at something. I remember even there's a story about how when he died, he was trying to uh, write something for Sports Illustrated or something. I don't remember exactly. He was sending his what he wrote to real deal journalists be as critical as you can like i want to i want this to be the best um so he just like did everything the, the best of to his ability and i think that's so inspiring and interesting he didn't care what it was and jordan had that too he was like i think it was more competitive of like i want to beat you more than i want to be the best which is more kobe and that this is just my perception I, i'm not really a huge basketball person but this is just from what i know from the jordan documentary and like what people said after kobe died i wonder if he was if he was who he was without his body the essence of him was trans like his consciousness and his spirit or whatever you want to say was transferred into a different human would he be you know the best accountant or best jockey if he if he was transported into a short person's body did he just have it in him to be the best at whatever he was best at so like obviously he was born into this tall body did he just take that and he happened to also love it and did he also want to be the best at something and realize wow this is i could fill these two check marks thankfully because this is like how i look and this is how i want to be so I don't know. I was just musing on that recently. Pete and I talked about it a little bit. Let me know what you guys think. DM me or whatever you want to do. I'm calling out Muskman right now because I don't know if you'll listen to these, but I think if anyone will talk to me about it, it's him. You know, if, even if you're not Muskman, I want to hear what you have to say, obviously. That's my life up until now. Scott gave me his spare key and I lost it the first day and I don't know how or where it went. It gave me anxiety because I was afraid to get locked out. I had stuff here, like I have my laptop and stuff and I wanna be productive, but sometimes I get nervous that like, he's not gonna be here and I can't get in here. And then I wasted the drive and then I'm mad. And then finally I got a copy of his key. And so now I should be good on that. And I just feel accomplished about that. And I just wanna let you know, even small stuff, it's okay to feel annoyed. And it happens to everybody. Just take care of it when you can. And if you can't accept what is, and we're spiritual being, and we're spiritual being, and we're spiritual beings having a human experience. Thank you. I love you. I hope this made you think.